Are you a Christian woman entrepreneur looking to increase your income, your impact, and your faith? Are you ready to dream the impossible, knowing that with God, all things truly are possible? It's time to create divine millionaire momentum while keeping God as your CEO. Join me, Allie Porter, your Christian Connector Concierge. And me, Elise Smith, your Christian business strategist, as we unite our shows to bring you a dynamic and faith-infused experience. In this inspiring show, you'll gain access to powerful insights, biblical business strategies, and the real-life stories of Christian women entrepreneurs focused on 10xing their income, their impact, and their faith just like you. Discover how to unlock your full potential, kick that inner dream stealer to the curb, embrace a divine wealth mindset, and reach the goals that God has placed on your heart. Allie and I will guide you on a journey to not only reach your goals, but also strengthen your relationship with God as your ultimate CEO. With Divine Millionaire Momentum, the sky is not the limit. It's just the beginning. Tune in, dream big, and partner with God to make the impossible possible. Your journey to divine success starts here. Welcome to the Divine Millionaire Momentum Show. We are excited to have you guys here today, especially to talk about such an interesting topic, which is why your why. This is so fascinating because most business coaches and other other coaches and mentors and gurus are all talking about make sure you understand your why. But why is it so important? And how can you really get to a really strong why to drive you on those days that honestly just suck? <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Allie and I are here to be able to have a great conversation with you about this topic because there's a lot of clients and people who have asked us this question, and we want to get to the heart of the matter and, of course, bring God into everything that we do here. So the first question is, is why do so many gurus and coaches focus on the why? What do you think, Allie? Oh my goodness. I'm so, first of all, I want to say happy Thursday to everyone. Yay. I love that it's Thursday um, because this is the highlight of my week. I love being able to be here. Um, I really believe that coaches and gurus focus on the why, because the why is what anchors you to the hard things that happen, the, the, the setbacks, the, you know, all the things it pushes you to continually move forward, even when it's tough, even when it's hard. And, um, and then also on the flip side of that, it gives you something to work towards. It gives you that vision of like, this is what's possible. And so if you listen to the beginning of our, um, intro there, it says we make the impossible possible. And that's what a why does. It allows you to really, um, see that. And I would say, I wouldn't just say a goal. I would say, the the meaning even behind the goal, like the thing that makes you cry, the thing that like really touches your heart. So that's why I believe they focus on that because it has pull. It's not just like something intellectual or whatever. It it really tugs at your heart. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's truth in, in everything, right? And everyone is drawn to the truth. And so, of course, all of us coaches and, you know, strategists and mentors and all of gurus are going to focus on that because there is 
solid truth in knowing who you are and why you're doing what you do. There's a bigger purpose than getting up every single day and just going through the motions and especially in our businesses, because sometimes the grind can feel real. Right? I hate that word, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's grace over grind. But yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but <clears throat> sometimes that every day can set in. And it can feel really monotonous. And the coaches and the gurus, we all know that, right? We all know that you're going to hit that wall because we've hit that wall where it's like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. Every single, you know, good story out there, they start with that, that burning question that the hero has, right? And most of the time it's like, who I am, who am I and why am I doing what I'm doing? And that goes back to our divine identity. We are daughters of God right? And we are doing what God has put us on earth to do. And when we work from a, a place of that, that is so much more powerful than, oh, did I contact my 10 people today? Check. <laughs> oh, I completely agree. I completely agree. And I, and I think sometimes too, when you, when you keep your why at the forefront, it allows the, like you were saying, it allows the monotony to actually become fun and exciting and something that is worth doing. Um, because the one thing that I've realized is, um, and someone told me this, and I'm going to butcher the quote, but it was basically about, you know, if you're not willing to step out and do what God has called you to do, then you are, I can't remember how they said it exactly, but it's like, you're becoming an unanswered prayer to somebody else. Ooh. Right. And when I put it that way, I, I was like, Oh, I, I need to that. I mean, that's my why, like, I want to be the answer to a prayer for someone else. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not stepping out and having that vision and that why behind what I'm doing, I won't step out. I won't do it. And it's so interesting. I don't know about you, Elise, but I feel like as we've continued on this journey of um, of really building our networks and really being able to connect with people, you realize how connected we really are and how each life impacts the other. And I realize that if I stop or if I um, if I don't hold on to my why, that stops the movement. It it. I don't know. And so that's really um, part of the why behind my why as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I think about like, I remember being in Sunday school as a little kid and, you know, they always do those, um, those uh, like activities to be able to help you to see, right. Visioning mm -hmm. exercises or <laughs> whatever it's called. Um, and they put together like puzzle pieces, right. And it's like, okay, this notch uh, goes in here. And it's like our weaknesses and our strengths all come together, but also our whys come together. Mm -hmm. Our abundance of the talents and the gifts and the experiences and the challenges that God has given us to make us unique, that it that becomes part of our why, right? And then that fits into the puzzle piece of somebody else's need. Mm -hmm. And that's so powerful. It's powerful that God can do anything. He can, he can bless the lives of every single person in an instant, but he uses us to bless each other's lives. And that's mm. what our why is all about. Amen. <laughs> all right, we're done. No, I'm just kidding. We have <laughs> more. The There's more. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, well, I'll, I'll take the next question. So 
Elise, what is your why? Mm -hmm. So I'd love for us to kind of dig into um, how we got started in this business uh, and kind of our whys behind why we're even doing this. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. So I have always been a very entrepreneurial type person, right? I was the type of person who I would literally like color on like a coloring page and I would go around and sell it to my neighbors. <laughs> like I have no idea why somebody would buy like a seven-year-old's coloring page from another family, but they were so nice and they did. <laughs> um, so I was the lemonade stand girl and all those different types of things. And so I always knew that I, I wanted to be self-sufficient and that I wanted to make a difference in people's lives. Like I knew that that coloring page put a smile on someone's face, even if I was just at their door asking them for money, essentially. <laughs> um, but uh, but that was something that's always really been near and dear to my heart. And so, you know, as as we grow up and we realize that sometimes life is not as peachy keen as we thought it could be, <laughs> um, we realize that we ha- we need to do something with our lives, right? Um, and I remember that the very first time, you know, I've I I dabbled in lots of different things growing up, but the very first time that I really stepped into business was with a network marketing company. Um, And uh, it was a travel club and my husband and I, we just loved it. It was so much fun. Every quarter we went on vacation, Um, but one of the greatest things about being in business for yourself is your personal development. You can't help but like stretch out of your comfort zone when you're talking to people and you're an introvert like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so I and and it just challenges you in every single way, like new level, new devil. And that's OK. That's part of the process that makes us who we are and it makes our why stronger. And mm-hmm. so I remember <clears throat> We were sitting in an event, my husband and I, and um, just the, the concept came up of like, do you have a number written down, a financial goal written down um, to be able to work towards? Because without vision, people perish, right? And so my husband and I were like, okay, we're going to take this seriously. And we we're going to take a whole week and ponder and pray and study scriptures and journal and all the things. My husband doesn't journal, but he told me he would. <laughs> Um, And we would get together that next Sunday and come, you know, and give our number. Right. And it was kind of almost like a game show moment because we wrote down our number and we were like, okay, like this is the number that was put on our heart. There's no doubt about it. And when we flipped over our pages, we had the exact same number, $53,588 and 33 cents a month down to the penny. And we both were just like, I mean, sometimes in in life you have like this, the spirit just hit you like, like on the side of the face. And you're just like, whoa, that was the moment for me. And, and, you know, I'm crying and my husband's like just the jaw on the floor. And we were just like, well, can't deny that God gave us the exact number. (laughs) And, and I remember a few months after that, I was frustrated. I was driving in the car and I was not cussing God, but I was like, you know, giving him a piece of my mind. Cause I'm like, why, why did you put $53,000 on my heart? If I can't even make a thousand dollars a month right now, like that's just mean. (laughs) (laughs) And, and it was just, I kind of got this calm feeling of like, I will show you, don't worry. And so, you know, I kind of tried to let it go. And I, I walked into work that day and, and my coworker, she came up and she was like jumping up and down. 
because we had both experienced infertility issues at that point. Um, my infertility journey lasted 14 years and mm -hmm hardest thing I've ever been through in my entire life. I, I know what it's like to have God put a goal on your heart that you feel like it's completely unobtainable, but there's a reason for that. And it's because of God's glory. And so uh, we were jumping up and down for joy because she had found a doctor that was willing to pay 100% of her at the time, $16,000 fertility treatment of IVF so that she could have one chance to have a baby. And we were like tears streaming down our eyes and we're, you know, we're in a corporate work job and people are looking at us like we have a third eye or something. <laughs> um, but I, I drove home with just such a, just such gratitude in my heart. And, and I kept asking God, okay, I know that this is connected to my little, you know, cuss out session with you this morning. I said, can you show me? And, and he said, okay, I want you to ask the question why. And it was, why do you want me to make $53,588.33 or more? We'll take more too. Um, and he said, okay, I want you to, I want you to do that because it's going to make an impact on you and other people. Right. And I was like, okay, well, why is that? And, and as I went deeper and deeper and deeper, and that's the tip I would give you guys is go deeper with your why it's not about the cars or the money or the house or anything like that. It's about the impact that you can make. And as I went deeper and deeper and deeper, and I kept asking myself, why is that important to me? Why is that important to me? Why is that important to me? I was flooded with women's faces, mm. happy, beautiful faces. And when I looked into their arms, they were all holding a beautiful baby. And it hit me in that moment that when I make $53,588.33 a month, 10% of that is the exact cost to pay for one woman's IVF every single quarter to wow. fill their aching arms that I know that pain. That is why I do what I do is to make a difference in the world, to take that pain that God has given me and turn it into purpose. And we can all do that. And I'm happy to say that my story has an incredible ending, although we're like in the middle of it, right? Um, is that just a few years after that, after that 14 year uh, infertility journey, God blessed us with our miracle baby. And he is now eight months old. And every time that I look at him, and every time that I talk about him, I get to share my testimony about God. And I get to remember my why every single day. So why until you cry, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> so that's good. I love that. Why until you cry? That's good. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But, but going deeper, I think was a huge thing. So Allie, we want to hear your why. Oh, man. Well, if you feel like you don't have a story like Elise, your story still matters. It doesn't matter how big, how small, how whatever, it's just as important and as impactful. But I have to say, it's really hard to go after you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was beautiful. And every time you share it, I always cry every single time. And I've heard it many, many times. And even still, I'm just like, this is why you need a why. This is why. <laughs> um, so going back to my childhood, I was not an entrepreneur. I didn't grow up in that space. I didn't even know that was really a thing. Um, 
I knew I was different. I knew I was a visionary and I, I didn't know that word, but I knew that I had big dreams and big goals and I wanted to change the world and all the things. And, uh, but growing up, I didn't really know how to do that. I just knew, well, I need to go to college. I need to do all the things that, you know, my family does, my parents do and stuff, but I always felt like I didn't fit. I didn't really like school. I didn't, I did fine, but I didn't do great. Um, and I got, went to college, did the thing. I got married, you know, all the, all the things and it was all good, but I just always felt like there was this hole or this thing that I didn't know I wanted. I, I knew there was something and, um, and I would do a few jobs here and there. And I just would either get fired cause I couldn't handle it or <laughs> I would quit because I didn't want to do it anymore. And I just kept doing that over and over again until one, uh, Christmas, my husband got me a sewing machine and I, um, I was really excited because I was like, all right. Cause I was taking a sewing class. And so that was fun. And so I was like, well, I could just make some stuff and maybe sell it or something. Um, and so I made a couple things and, and then, um, I, we had struggled with infertility for two years as well. Actually, um, it was unexplained though. So we, they couldn't figure out like why. And, uh, and so finally I just gave up and I was like, all right, I guess I'm going back to school. Cause I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't, I would just felt very lost. And, um, right after I signed up for my classes, I started classes. I got pregnant and I was like, Oh, great. Okay, cool. And so I ended up having our daughter the last semester of college. And so that was a big deal. Cause we had waited for, it wasn't 14 years, but it was two years. So that was, that felt like a long time for me as well. But so we, we had her and then, um, and then we were all graduating or my husband and I were graduating at the same time, which was really cool. And I was like, you know, I really want my daughter to be dressed up with me because, um, I think that would be really fun, you know, to just like, it, it's a big, you know, big thing. She's three months old though. And I couldn't find a cap and gown that was small enough to fit her. And so I had been taking a sewing class. I had a sewing machine. So I made a cap and gown. And, uh, and so I got to walk across the stage with her holding her in the little cap and gown. And everyone was like, and everything of course and uh and people were like oh my gosh I would love can you can you make me one my daughter has this and my son has that and I would love for her, them to have and I'm like what <laughs> like people actually will buy like a cap and gown you know like that was so foreign to me but they were like you should start a business you should and I'm like okay I don't really know what that is or how that works but sure why not <laughs> and so I started a business doing caps and gowns and then I added some other fun you know baby blankets and stuff like that as I went but that was the start of entrepreneurship for me and I have never looked back and I have loved every second of it um I will tell you though that through this entrepreneurial journey I mean I've done so many things from e-commerce I built an agency with over 30 contractors we worked with million dollar clients I did coaching consulting network marketing, affiliate marketing, like I just dove head first into all the things. And I got myself into lots and lots of debt because of different decisions that I had to make. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't frivolous. I thought through it before we did it, but like I had inventory that I had to order and all this stuff. And it just really put me in a hole. And ever since then, even though I had made money, lost money, made money, lost money, I knew that I still had this vision of like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to make it work. But I have to tell you when you can't pay your bills and when it's really stressful and really hard, like it's discouraging. Right. And I always wondered, I was like, well, why do you, why did you give me such a big vision God? And then like on the flip side, struggle with the financial side of it. And it was interesting because he showed me how 
the fact that you, when you have a dream, when you have a vision for something, that doesn't mean that it's always going to go the way you want. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. It means that in spite of those things, you press forward and you persevere. And again, that goes back to the why. The why is what's going to keep you going, even when on paper or in your bank account, it doesn't show what you want it to show. But I knew that I was always meant to be a millionaire. I always knew that I needed to um, bless people with that excess of resources. And so I just kept going and I just kept going and going. And so finally, after um, doing all of these things, um, I didn't really know where I was going, what I was doing. And the Lord said to me, he, he said, I want you to be a connector. I want you to connect people to, to resources, tools, people, opportunities, all those things, because I'm really good at that. But then he said, more importantly, I want you to connect people to me. I want you to connect people to Christ. And so that's where like my true calling started to come in. And then when we created, when we created millionaire momentum, divine millionaire momentum, um, I always like, it was kind of like a, uh, I don't know because my finances aren't what I want them to be right now and everything. And, and I felt like a fraud. I felt like, why, why am I helping other people become millionaires when I can't even do it myself? And it was because it was because the Lord wanted me to feel what it feels like to be on that side so that I could feel what it feels like to be on the other side of it and to be able to help people get through that. Because when you're in the hole, when you're struggling financially, it takes over your entire life. You can't function. And I never want people to feel that way, but I had to feel that way in order to fulfill the calling that I have, I have been given. And so the millionaire isn't just financial. It's also the impact that we're making, the amount of people and families that we want to impact. And so, um, I'm getting there now. I'm, I'm, I am in the process of, of becoming, you know, a better steward over my finances and my money, but I really want you to see yourself in these stories and see yourself persevering, even though everyone thinks you're crazy, or even though you may be the only one that it, like my family, I'm literally the only entrepreneur in my family. Like the, everyone else is just like you, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and I'm like, I have a vision and I'm going to keep going, you know? And, um, and that's what God wants for you. He wants you to have that why that's going to keep you in alignment and continue moving forward. Mm. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You make me cry too. And, and, you know, we've, we've had experiences in our lives to be able to help us see our why. Um, but, but if you feel like, okay, let me go back actually. So Allie was talking about, you know, don't compare your why to someone else's why, right? Our why's, Allie and I's why's are totally different. Um, I think that they're all centered in making an impact and, and love. And I think that's usually where your strength of your why comes from is does, how are you helping other people? How are you making an impact? Because if your why is just about you, about the nice car and the nice house and that kind of thing, it doesn't have enough oomph to help you to get through those hard days, especially being an entrepreneur and even being a Christian. And then you add in those two things together of a Christian entrepreneur and a woman and all the things and all the things that we have going on in our lives and on our plate all the time. It has to have that strength and it has to have that divine strength. And so look in your life 
and look at the things that you've been through. What is that that pain? What is the challenge? What is the, the success that you've been able to have that you want to share with other people? You know, that's a huge way to be able to identify your why, but it may start out as really small, right? It may start out as, you know, I want to uh, help five people, right? Or I want to help 10 people. Maybe it's not a million people yet. And I will tell you, I've had a hard time wrapping my brain around that. (laughs) But now you're getting it. Now you're getting it. (laughs) Exactly. Allie and I have had many, many conversations, but God gives you big dreams. He gives you God-sized dreams. Why, Allie? Why does he give you God-sized dreams? Because he wants to show up. It's not about you realizing the dream. It's about him stepping out and being able to do what he does. And you get to glorify him in that and show others that same thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys. Like when I understood that and Allie taught me that, I was like, that is amazing because sometimes we feel picked on by God, right? Like in, in my story of like, why did you put a goal and a dream in my heart that you knew that I couldn't achieve? But I will tell you right now, sisters that God will never put a goal or a dream in your heart that you cannot achieve, that he's not willing to give you everything to be able to achieve that. But it takes faith and it takes works, right? It takes that belief and that that faith and that connection with God to be able to not do it on your own. Just like Ali was talking about is that we can't do our God-sized dreams without God. And a lot of times we think that we can. And if we don't have a strong enough why, then we might be trying to do it without God. Ask him, ask him what it is that, or why it is that he wants you to have the goals and the dreams that God has put on your heart. Cause they're there for a reason. So yeah. So what are your tips on helping people to identify their why? Um, so I would say the thing that makes you cry, like it's, it's the thing. So the surface, why you can do this to yourself, um, like journal it. Uh, if you're by yourself, but it's better if somebody is asking you, because I don't know, it just like hits in a different way. <laughs> so if you've heard of that, um, I don't know, like the seven, seven whys or whatever, it's where you ask why, 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 until you get down to that part where you break to where you're like, okay, this is what it is. And really that's, that's my tip because you can make something super fancy and, and flowery and whatever, but Honestly, a simple why is more impactful than some statement that you say that, you know, may, may or may not actually be your why. Yeah, absolutely. And, and some of the examples, like we talked about here today, but uh, my clients examples in the past have been, I want to retire my husband. Right. And so you, that's a great why, but let's go deeper. Why do you want to retire your husband? Well, because I'm concerned about his health or I want to spend more time with him. We only have so many years together here on this amazing earth. And so I want to make sure that I have time with him or I want him to be here, you know, with my kids before they go out of the house or whatever it might be. Then, then you keep asking yourself that why, like that five to seven layers deep is usually where gold is. And so keep going because that why, when you partner with God in identifying your why, you will see the divine come into your why. And that's where we get our power and our strength from those days where we're just like, man, 
I have received my hundredth no, and I feel like a complete failure and the imposter syndrome comes in, which we all deal with. We all deal with even like movie stars and all of them. Like Ozzy Osbourne has imposter syndrome guys. Like, can you believe it? (laughs) (laughs) But, but that's because as we, as we are identifying our why and our purpose that God has given us, then guess who knows that too? The adversary. Mm-hmm. And the adversary is going to come in and attack the things that are most precious to you, your worth, especially, because if he can get you to doubt your worth and cut you off at the knees, then you're going to give up on your goals and dreams. And we don't want you to do that. So have that strong why. So I know we're just about out of time, Allie, but any last minute thoughts on um, helping people to really identify their why and use it every day? I think that you can have multiple whys as well. Um, and, and so if, if you feel like, well, I have this why and I have this why that's okay too. Um, but you do want to start with one. You do want to start with one why that is so deep that you can't, you can't deny it. And, and that's why we say that the cry, because you know, you've hit it if you get to that point. Um, and the last thing I'll say is, uh, keeping God as your CEO, that's our other tagline that we have. And that's what you're doing when you have your, why you're partnering with him as your CEO and allowing him to show up. And the, why has to be big. It has to be so, so big. Um, because I mean, let's be honest, Elise and I, there's no way we can, we can bless a million families. Like there's no way that we can do that on our own. But if we partner with you, we can. And that's also the whole point is we're all children of God and he wants us all to be collectively glorifying him in everything that we're doing. And when we do that, that's when true, um, that's when the true, I don't know how to say it exactly, but the true essence of God, like that's when he shows up the most is when we're working together and we're connecting with him together. Amen. Oh, okay. So that's your homework is figure out your why ask God to help you to see your why do that five to seven layers deep journal or whatever exercise that you want to do to be able to identify it and use it every single day. Use the power of your why, because you were uniquely brought to this point to be able to fulfill that why. All right, guys, we will see you next time on the Divine Divine Millionaire Momentum Show. Thank you for joining us on this inspiring journey of Divine Millionaire Momentum. Don't miss out on connecting with other Christian ladypreneurs and building valuable relationships. Join our free virtual networking events every Thursday at m2networking.com. Ready to take your success to the next level? Be sure to book a call with us to explore the incredible resources, tools, and opportunities that we have to empower your journey at m2networking.com forward slash call. Remember, with God, all things are possible. Until next time, stay inspired, believe in Christ, and receive the wealth and prosperity that God has for you.